Father, we thank you, Lord, for this hour. We know you are good, and your mercy endure it forever. We are here before you, Lord. We want you to speak to us, and let your name, Lord, be glorified. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Proceed, Lord. Give me First Thessalonians chapter four. First book of Thessalonians chapter four. The message for this morning is actually brought forth by the fact that the Lord showed a vision some weeks ago, and then I said, "Well, I will make a sermon on this." It's about sanctification. First Thessalonians chapter 4, I'm going to read from verse 2. This is Apostle Paul talking to us. He said, For ye know what commandments we gave you by the Lord Jesus. For this is the will of God, even your sanctification, that ye should abstain from fornication. That every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and honor. Not in the lust of concupiscence, even as the Gentiles which know not God. That no man go beyond and defraud his brother in any matter. Because that the Lord is the avenger of all such as we also have forewarned you and testified. For God has not called us unto uncleanness, but unto holiness. He therefore that despised, despised not man, but God, who has also given unto us his Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. So the title of the message is, I call it Sanctification. There are many sins that can lead people to hell. But you almost always remember, Christ actually redeemed us from the cause of sin. So when you give your life to Jesus Christ, you make a new person in you. You become a new creature in Christ Jesus. All things are passed away. That is what the Bible said. You can think about that in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. So all things are passed away, which means you are now a new creature in Christ. But yet, it's still possible for many because God does not take your will away from you. We voluntarily surrender to Jesus. That is the main difference. You come to him and he gives you a new life, a new heart. If you decide to go and rob a bank, you still have your will. But there's something inside you that is given to you that will be checking you. That is why you may say, why is Apostle Paul who said we are saved by grace? If God has changed something in our life, why is he telling us that, hey, I'm telling you, this is New Testament, and he's saying, every one of you should know how to possess your vessel in sanctification and honor. Our body is our vessel. So, he's warning us about many things that people can either they carry it over from the world of sin and they still indulge in them or they are picking it up as they go because the enemy is not 
given up yet. The enemy is still throwing some arrows of sin, iniquity at those who call themselves to be saints. The enemy is still finding a way, trying to find a way. That is why it's still a warfare. It's a battle. But when you, are, when you have committed your life to Christ, you made up your mind. It's a, a self-decision. So that's why, the reason why, you see, what, what I'm really going to capitalize on today is that thing called uncleanness. Uncleanness. Now, what is uncleanness? Because when you go to the, to the scriptures, and you see that when Apostle Paul listed all the works of the flesh, that was one of them. 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 11. 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 11. Apostle Paul said, but now I have written unto you. This is written to the believers now. That's why we are talking about this this morning. Let's assume that all of us that are here are believers. He said, but now I have written unto you not to keep company if any man that is called a brother be a fornicator or covetous or an idolater or a railer or a drunkard or an extortioner with such and one no not to eat so he listed fornicator now uncleanness let me let me if you see a vision in your dream and in the spirit you see somebody smoking cigarette if it is in the spirit that cigarette is symbolizing uncleanness may not really mean physical cigarette so when you see uncleanness, fornication is one of the things that will be classified as uncleanness because cigarette, what is a cigarette in the, in the real life? You may say, well, God say what we put into our mouth is not what makes us unclean. But cigarette, in the physical, the, the, you look at the package, they say the surgeon general is warning everybody that this cigarette is going to cause you cancer and things. Which means, if you indulge in it, you are sinning against your own body. You are injuring your own body. And what does the Bible say as our body? Our body is the temple of the living God. Our body is expected to be the temple of the living God. So anything that includes fornication, because Apostle Paul listed fornication as sin against your flesh. You may say, well, I say adult, adults agree. No, it is sin against your flesh. Your body is the temple of the living God, not a consensual. Now, if you commit, it's adultery is separate from fornication. Adultery means you're actually not just sinning against yourself, you are sinning against that other person, the spouse. You are sinning against the spouse of whoever you are committing adultery with. But fornication, you're actually sinning against yourself, against your body, which is the temple of God. That's another uncleanness. So, that's why we are lumping all these things together as uncleanness. And 1 Corinthians chapter 6, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, from verse 9. This Apostle Paul warning us, he said, Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived. Neither fornicators nor idolaters, 
nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, as first thing, nor drunkards, or nor revilers, nor extortioners. And he said, not all of these shall not inherit the kingdom of God. So it's one of both of us 18 again, verse 18 and 20 of that same first Corinthians chapter 6. Apostle Paul said, flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body. But he that committed fornication sinned against his own body. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you? So now you know he's talking to believers. No, sir. Which ye have of God, and ye are not your own. When you give your life to Christ, you are no more your own. You belong to somebody else. You belong to Jesus Christ. So your body belongs to the Lord Jesus. So that's why he said you are no more your own. Verse 20 says, For ye are bought with a price, the blood of Jesus. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Praise the Lord. Now, that's why I'm bringing all of this. this are, that is just one example of uncleanness. For fornication is a sin of uncleanness. That is, you are sinning against your own body, which is the temple of the living God. Well, even the physical things people do, smoking cigarettes, you are sinning against your own body, which is the temple of the living God. Even, he mentioned drunkard there. If you think, well, you know, the doctor recommended I can take a little wine for my own body. So how much little wine will make you a drunkard? How much little wine, little wine? How many of those will make you a drunkard? So that is why abstain is the best thing. Abstain from all appearance of evil. So you will see drunkenness also listed here. You don't even want to indulge in those things, in alcohol. Proverbs chapter 20 verse 1. So I'm listing that as also an uncleanness. That is alcoholism. It's what you call it. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 1. The Bible says, Wine is a mocker. Strong drink is raging. And whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise. Proverbs chapter 31, verse 4. So don't be deceived by it. No matter what is the reason why any believer will go into taking a little shot for his own stomach sake. He said, don't be deceived by it. Proverbs chapter 31 verse 4. Here a wise woman was telling her son, which is Solomon, and he wrote it down for us and said, it is not for kings, only Lemuel. It is not It is not for king, oh, it is not for kings to drink wine, nor for princes strong drink. Lest they drink, verse 5, and forget the law and pervert the judgment of any of the afflicted. And he said, Give strong drink unto those that are ready to perish. Anyone that wants to perish, then you can give them so that they can go quickly to their destruction. 
Now, Galatians chapter 5 listed all of those other sins. Galatians chapter 5, verse 19. So now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these adultery, fornication, uncleanness. See how you underline uncleanness, which is what we are talking about today. I'm just putting fornication is under uncleanness. Smoking cigarettes, cocaine, all those type of things, uncleanness. Because you are sinning against your body. And it's going to lasciviousness, verse 20. Idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envies, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like. Of the which I tell you before, as I have told you in the past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Now you can see what is the purpose of all of these things he was saying the kingdom of God the kingdom of God the plan of God for us is he came to redeem us so that we can be partakers of a kingdom that is coming a kingdom of peace a kingdom of righteousness a kingdom of light many people have seen that vision Apostle John wrote to us the, king, the, the vision he saw in Revelation chapter 21-22 of a city but then the Lord gave one at the end of that he said but the dogs will not enter that city. And he listed all these things we are talking about here. That any of anybody that is indulging in all these things shall not enter that city. And that is the city we want to go. The city of God. And that is why all the all the all the elders in the past, the Bible said the patriots. They make themselves pilgrims upon the earth looking for a city that God has made because they believe there is a city God is preparing for the righteous. But Christ has come to make us righteous. Titus chapter 2 verse 11. Put on Titus chapter 2 verse 11. It's like the grace of God, this grace that Christ has brought to us is not for us to say, oh now I'm I'm now under grace and you can do anything. No, it doesn't say you can do anything. This is what it says. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared to all men. Verse 12. Teaching us that denying ungodliness, denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. Amen? Amen. So the grace is teaching us that we should deny ungodliness and worldly laws and live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. And many other things that can be classified as uncleanness that the world is throwing around, that's filling the whole world, is pornography. You'll be surprised, it's not only men, women participate in some of those things too. Open to Psalm 101, 101, Psalm 101, verse 3. Verse 3. Here is a, uh, King David set 
given us a warning there. He said, this is his own declaration. He said, I will set no wicked thing before my eyes. Better make that your motto also. I will set no wicked thing before my eyes. I, I hate the work of them that turn aside. It shall not cleave to me. So even if it flashes on your screen, turn it quickly, turn it on. And you parents, you parents, you can, dis, you can disable some of those things that will flash on your screen. If you do not know, you better get some of those tech keys to come and help you. If you have two, three laptops in your house, then you have a router. The router is what you connect your laptops to and send it and that connects it to the internet. Now you can configure that router to cut off anybody trying to or anything trying to flash that is from all those what so called so called adult things, which is pornography sites. And it will disable it will not let it show. You can configure that. Or you can also have some safe search, if you, there are some browser that will give you what you call safe search. So that some of those things doesn't just come on your screen. To protect your children. Very important. Psalm 119 verse 37. Because all those habits, they are uncleanness. Somebody logically said, it's not what you eat that makes you unclean, it's what comes out of you that makes you unclean. Because all of those things, if they are in you, it will come out in form of what you see, what you want to see, what you desire to see, and all the type of things. Psalm 119, verse 37. Here is a prayer. David said, turn away my eyes from beholding vanity. Keep that as your prayer. Turn away my eyes, Lord, from beholding vanity. Quicken thou me in thy way. Amen. Amen. Colossians chapter 3. Colossians chapter 3. Verse 5. I'm only going through this slowly and giving you like a teaching. You can write them down and meditate on these Bible verses yourself to keep you. The word of God is to wash us. It's washing us by the washing of water by the word. Colossians chapter 3, verse 5. Apostle Paul say, Mortify. What does mortify mean? Put to death. Like mortuary. Mortify therefore your members which are upon the, upon the earth. And he started listening. He said, Fornication. Uncleanness. Inordinate affection. Evil concupiscence and covetousness, which is idolatry. Verse 6. For which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience, in the which ye also walk once when you are once in them, but now ye also put off all this, as it anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Verse nine: Lie not one to another. Remember, we mentioned lying. Also, one of those things that God said we put people in the lake of fire. He said, "All liars." We have their part in the lake of fire. Lie not one to another, seeing that you have put off the old man with his deeds. Amen? Amen. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 3 to 8. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 3 to 8. 
judgment against it. But fornication and all uncleanness, all covetousness, let it not be once named among you as becoming sins. Let it not even be once named among you as becoming sins. Because we are called to be what? Saints. Holy people. That's what the word means. Holy people. Saints. You are called to be saints. Let all of these habits not be once named among you. That's what he's talking about there. Second Corinthians chapter 6, verse 17. And this is what the Lord said about all of these things. See, we are for come out from among them, from among all the sinful behavior we have just been listening, and be ye separate. Be ye separate. Say the Lord. And touch not the unclean thing. You see what he just said? So what we have just mentioned, pornography, don't touch it. Cigarette, alcohol, don't touch them because they are unclean things. Fornication, don't touch it. Including all the other ones too. But the Lord said, touch not the unclean thing. And I will receive you and will be a father unto you. And you shall be my sons and daughters, said the Lord Almighty. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Like I said, this was brought forth because the Lord showed a vision of one person in the vision. I said, I was smoking a cigarette, lighting a cigarette, and I was trying to say, don't you know this is not to be done here? Uh, the Lord, when the Lord does not show the face of the person, means it's just for me to preach about it, for all of us to, to watch against it. Because I was telling some other people that I saw that are new in that vision, I said, didn't this brother, you what this brother is doing? So which means, it may not, it's not physical cigarette, it's just uncleanness. Which some other people may know about, but they kept their mouth. Hey, when you see your brother that is doing some things that you know is wrong, correct him. The Bible said, go to him and correct him. If he continues his sin, because some of those things, if they continue in their iniquity, God normally bring them to, allow them to be punished. Those things will bring sicknesses and diseases. And those are the reasons why we want one another, keep yourself pure. Praise the Lord. Now, there have been several visions, several videos that the Lord has permitted some people because somebody will say, well, maybe there's somebody here that thinks, are we sure there is heaven? Are we sure there is hell? There is heaven and there is hell. Many have seen it. And I'm going to play a video of a brother that many, maybe some of you have even seen that video before. The Lord allowed him, he died in an accident. It was in Nigeria. Maybe some of you have heard the story, you have already seen the video, but I want to point to one, two things in that video. This brother died in this accident, and three days was in the mortuary. Then his wife, his, his daddy, the young man, his daddy and his wife, they finally took him out of the mortuary, took him to a crusade ground where an evangelist was preaching. But what was transpiring when he was in those three days in the mortuary is what we're going to point to God. When the brother came back, he was resurrected. 
when he came back, he was giving his testimony. But when he woke up, he was, he was being found in the crusade with thousands of people finding him to, because they saw that the Lord had brought him back. And he, he was going to tell us some of the things he saw over there and why God sent him back to warn believers. But if you can play that, uh, that video, it is, it is Pastor Ikeshuku. Pastor Ikeshuku from eastern part of Nigeria. You, you see him showing, giving his own testimony, that's him. Taking him in an ambulance from one hospital to another hospital when he finally passed away. That was what he was talking about here. The angels took Daniel by his shoulders and lifted him out of the ambulance. Suddenly, Daniel found himself in another place with one of the angels. was like that of the angels. Their color was pure white, and their bodies seemed to glow with radiance. Because of their similar appearance, Daniel thought he was seeing a gathering of the angels. This is not the gathering of the angels, Daniel. This is the gathering of the saints. between the saints and the angels were subtle. Their color is a pure, brilliant white from their hair down to their feet. But the difference is that the angels have wings while the saints do not. The saints were worshiping God they worshiped God with one voice and raised their hands as they were singing. Daniel heard the sound of many instruments and the sounds were like nothing he had encountered before. He longed to join these people and moved over towards them, but the angel stopped him. Daniel. I have a lot to show you. Take this file and record everything you see. The multitude that Daniel saw were all looking at a bright light that shone like the sun. It was the source of all the light there. The very particular light coming upon them there. Now, they were all looking at that light as if they are seeing something there. But to me, I cannot look at that light. Can you, I cannot look at that light because um, uh, it's so dangerous to my eyes. 
So I try to dodge to look through. But they were looking through. But to me, I cannot look through. Let's visit the mansions Jesus prepared for his people. Immediately, Daniel was in a new place with radiant mansions as far as the eye could see. It was incomparable to anything he knew on earth. Though the appearance resembled buildings, the structure was unusual, not made of any earthly materials. They seem to be alive, moving. Daniel, Jesus has finished his work. The mansions are ready, but the saints are not ready. There was a sound of beautiful singing and worship, and it seemed to come from all around. because he could see no people there. Daniel, the worship song you're hearing is being sung by the flowers. As he looked, Daniel saw the flowers swaying in response to the music. It actually seemed as if they were clapping their hands, shouting and praising God.
way, they all seemed to become aware of Daniel and started crying to him for help. And they called to Daniel only as if they could not see the angel. I was panicking because that 
place not good for anyone. And and the way everything was looking, nothing. If if God went to put me inside here, nothing would prevent him. Because uh, while we are discussing, some group of people, thousands of people, we are being sent to hell. trying to dissolve the first in. should make you be sober. That should make you be sober. What was the sin that the angel proposed that would send him there? He did not forgive. Brethren, let's do this thing right. Young men, young women, you better do this thing right. If you are going to serve God, serve it seriously. The Bible says even all liars Unforgiveness that he said one time he, his wife offended and he won't forgive. And the angel was saying that was going to send him there. If you don't forgive. What about the uncleanness we have listed? 
And you see, they want to say he was a pastor in that hell, saying he did that, he did that, and he was not ready to repent. It was too late for him. Too late. I'm going to invite people as I wrap it up. I'm going to invite people. If you have not really given your life to Jesus Christ, you have no hope until you give your life to Jesus Christ and be saved. So I'm going to invite you to come and accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. So that you have a hope or you will see that beautiful city, the light. Our final state is we're going to glow as light. But if you have been messing around with sin, this is a call, clarion call for you if you are a Christian. Because God is saying, this is not the only one. Many other people have seen hell and come back. God allowed them to come back to warn his people. Because God is a just God. He has saved us, but he wants us to, like you say, the grace of God has taught us to, to deny ungodliness and worldly laws and live soberly, righteously, gently in this present world. Your works of righteousness is to give you a reward. But he mentioned that if you have not been walking in love, which is forgiving one another, he said then God said he will not going to forgive you. The Lord Jesus Christ also gave that in another point. When he said, if it is the word of the Lord Jesus Christ, if you, if you do not forgive, Mark chapter 11 verse 25. Mark chapter 11 verse 25. That will be the last verse we are going to point out. As I invite you to come and Give your life to Jesus Christ today. Or come and rededicate yourself. That Lord, I want to rededicate my life. If there is sin that is easily besitting you, like Apostle Paul said, any sin that is easily besitting you, besitting you, that you can call on cleanness, you want to give it to Jesus, let Jesus Christ take it away. There was a story of a pastor that was struggling with smoking cigarettes, cigarette smoking. He said he would fast many days to get rid of that habit. Fasting because he wanted to get rid of this smoking. Until the Lord said, just remember, Christ has saved you. Believing the word of God and applying the word of God to you, he was able to snap that habit. So if there's any habit that you know is devastating, uncleanness, you want to come to Christ and say, Lord, show me your word. Let the word register in my spirit that you have freely redeemed me from all unrighteousness. And then walk in that new life. And separate yourself from sins. Even if he has to cut off some friends that are pulling you, abstain from every appearance of evil. But I'm inviting you right now, anyone that is, a, that is not a believer, you have not given your life to Christ. You want to make it, because that hell is not a good place for anybody. But Satan is trying to get people there with him. So come forward. If you want to rededicate your life, let's stand to our feet. Let's stand up to our feet. Let's stand up to our feet. If you want me to pray with you, I say, pray with me. I want to make it right. I want to be serious with my life right now. Come forward. I want to be serious with my life. Come forward. If you have been playing church, young people, you have been Messing around when you know that your parents, you don't know that you are having a little boyfriend or girlfriend somewhere. You are trading with fornication, it will lead to that. You better come forward and dedicate your life. You don't want to go to that hell. It's not for old people. That pastor is like 20 something year old. 
Don't think of only when they grow old, they go to hell or heaven. No, people, young people die. So you want to come give your life to Christ and say, I want to rededicate myself. If you are still having any sin that is besetting you, easily besetting you, come forward and commit your life to Christ and say, I want to do it right, Lord. I want to do it right. I don't want to go to that place of hell. Everybody pray. Just pray for yourself right now. If you want to pray along with you, come forward. The Lord Jesus Christ loves you. It's not condemning anyone. He said God is not come to condemn anybody, but to bring us unto himself and make a new person for you. Become a new creature in Christ Jesus. Pray for yourself right now. Pray for yourself. And my sister, come forward. Just kneel down. Kneel down before you. Kneel down. Sister, kneel down. And just talk to the Lord yourself. Talk to the Lord. Any anybody that asks anything, you want to rededicate your life and say, Lord, I don't, I don't want to go to that place of fire. You see, they don't see fire, but the torment alone. When Jesus Christ gave that story of the rich man and Lazarus, sometimes I talked to you and they said it's just a parable. It's not a parable. Not a parable. He said there was a certain. That means he was telling you what was happening there. And this story, example of this man's experience, I believe his experience. Because of people we can Google and see on YouTube, some other people try to, nah, they make it up. No, this is not a made up. You want to make, take this seriously. Take this seriously. As a believer, you want to walk in love. You want to live in love. And forgive one another, as the Bible says. Let God forgive you. Don't take this heaven and hell seriously lightly. Don't take it lightly. Now let's pray. Father, I pray for all the people. And you young people, college students, this is a warning for you that take seriously this life of God. Take it seriously. Commit your life, determine to follow Jesus. And if you want to do that, you want to give your life, you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, come forward and we pray with you. And then be filled with the Holy Spirit. For I'm praying for my this sister right now, Lord Jesus Christ, you know your heart. I pray for you in the name of Jesus Christ. Just confess your sins to the Lord. Just confess it to the Lord and He hears you. Say other come by the shader. I pray Lord that you give her a new heart. And deliver her from any sin in the name of Jesus Christ. The power of God to be born again. To live for you in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. So I come by the I pray for my brother right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, I pray, Lord God, that you deliver her from any vices, any evil behavior, any habit that he needs to be separate from. Lord Jesus Christ, I command that they are broken from him in the name of Jesus Christ. And set his feet on the right side so that he will walk and please you. Walk in that narrow road and please the Lord in the name of Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for having me. Amen. Thank you, Father. I pray for everybody that is here today that have listened to this sermon. I pray for everyone, Lord Jesus, that they will not be condemned by this, but that if they are still making a mistake or they are still walking in the in the path of darkness, that they will corrected and they will walk upright before thee from today so that we may have that hope of seeing that new Jerusalem that Jesus Christ promised because he said without that it does. We pray Lord Jesus Christ that Lord that everyone that here that is hearing us today that is in this service today Lord 
we make it. That's my prayer for everybody. To make it to heaven and not be condemned in any form. Thank you for that. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, you are praying. Praise see the Lord. Go back to your seat, bro. Praise see the Lord. Give her a song. Song of praise. As they give us songs of praise, if you have something offering to give, come forward and put it in those baskets there.